I don't really even know what to call this thing. I don't know. It's just, listen, like, anyways. Here I am. It is I. Which y'all already know. Y'all already know that. I'm here with India. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <Yeah>. Hello. <laughs> el, hello. El, el sorry. El lo siento. <laughs> I miss him so much. I didn't know what you're talking about. We didn't even say the name. I love it. Anyways, we'll call him Rice Krispie Treats. Rice Krispie Treats. We miss Rice you. Rice Krispie. Yeah, we miss you. <laughs> so um, we were over here talking about parents and callings. And basically, I mean, okay, we're talking about missions. And then Angie shared a story of how she had to have her own struggle with her parents over missions if you care to share if you want to what that was like for you <laughs> beginning no yeah i get you um i think i just had to explain what it was because my dad was like what why would you i don't get it what's the okay why would you want to do that well why is it so expensive why you want to go all the way over there file Y'all know what I mean. Because mm. I am pretty sure I'm the first generation, like, missionary. Yeah. In like, now that I think about it, I'm the... Yeah, in my family, I haven't heard of anybody else, like, going on a mission trip ever before other than me. And then eventually my brother. My That's mom didn't cool. go. My dad didn't go. Nobody. So, of course, they were like, okay, well, that's dumb. Like, <laughs> not my mom, but, like, my dad was like, I, kinda, uh. I guess. Like... <laughs> But I just had to explain to them because at first my dad was like, I don't think she should do all that. That doesn't sound like the safest thing to do because I understand that there's concern as a parent when your child is going to be not only just out of your care, but in the care of your church in a foreign country. That's true. For days and days out of time where you it's a scenario where you have no control, really. But that's where faith comes in. Because if you believe that God is who he says he is and that he'll take care of your kids, then why do you need to worry? Period. God's not going to send your kids halfway across the world to die preaching his word. It's, it's not how that works. Period. I mean, but it wasn't <clears throat> always. I mean, we're now at the point where we're just like, um, I'm going to go. I'm going to this country. And yeah. Letting you know. And it wasn't always like that. At no. first, I had to I had kind of, I don't want to say twist my dad's arm, but I had to like twist his arm in understanding. I was like, sir, listen, <laughs> there is nothing greater than this. Would you rather me be asking you for permission to go to the club? <laughs> Or for money to go to this country mm-hmm. on the other side of the world to preach the gospel for yeah. Jesus. What's the problem? What's Here. the problem? Right. I'm what? No problem. Like I could be worse. <laughs> Christian no, parents. Bro. Like I don't know. That's a Christian parent thing. You're Whatever. So, I just thought no. For me, like I remember, like in the Toyota dealership, like crying and trying to like praying to God. I was like, God, soften his heart, soften his heart. Like trying to like. The God of Abraham and Moses, who softened Pharaoh's heart, or hardened, excuse me, Pharaoh's heart. I was like, but I'm going to need you to soften his heart to, like, let me go to ministry school. And for the first time in my life, I saw, you know, it's like, not the first time in my life, but I vividly saw, like, actually saw my dad get softened. He was like, is, like, why do you want this? And, you know, he let me do ministry school. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Even though they trapped me after year <laughs> one. And we're like, you're not going back. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> he let me go to ministry school. Um, but, you know. But, like, anyways. But I still go to missions. And it wasn't. India's right. Like, okay. My very first mission trip was Honduras. India's very first mission trip was Honduras. 
and she came a year she did the one the year later after me but she's young she's like you're like a year younger than me right mm-hmm. so like so she did Honduras so we did Honduras together when it was her first one and we weren't like pros we we're like a bunch of high schoolers like middle I don't know high schoolers literally like barely even high schoolers babies babies yeah we're just like I'm just here to spread I'm just here to talk about Jesus <laughs> yeah like, it was, you know praise God for growth hallelujah but like yeah my dad didn't get it he was just like oh you want me to spend all my why i gotta spend my money right that's what my dad said too i'm so sorry these are my kids Aww. i love you i love you bye bye she said <laughs> 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 so like <laughs> so my dad was like why well, i gotta spend my money and that irritated me because he was right why you why do you gotta spend your money right. you know what i'm tired like i literally prayed to god i told i told my dad i was like you know what i'm gonna keep going on mission trips but you watch you're not gonna pay a dime <laughs> nothing you're not gonna pay nothing i will go it'll be me and jesus <laughs> <laughs> you know and the, the very first mission trip that i did that my dad didn't pay a cent <laughs> a cent on i think was it zambia or south africa no it was zambia yeah it was zambia because then the pandemic happened after south africa and we couldn't do belarus that got oh, canceled yeah, yeah, i remember that mm-hmm. we we're gonna do belarus anyway so zambia was the first one and that was like three thousand, which is just a little bit of backstory for me i hate to be loquacious and talk so long over here but just, i'm just gonna there's a little bit of backstory um south africa it was just rough. Like, the Holy Spirit gave me a strategy on how to fundraise for that one, and I didn't listen. And he told me to tithe off of every single donation that came in because it is an increase. And the Bible teaches to tithe off of every single increase, even if it's going directly to um, the ministry, right back to the kingdom of God. So I didn't do that. Learned, you know, why the Holy Spirit is so... Why why he's so good at his job? It's because he's right 100% of the time. All the so, time. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's either you listen or you sin because you disobey. So And you see what happens. Not because you disobeyed. You see what happens because if you he that was the only way to get provision. And no, there's no other way to do it. Except there, it's going to be harder. But the, the best way to do it is by his uh, instruction. So my dad paid a bunch of money to like get me to get to that deadline for South Africa. And I felt so bad. Like, he wasn't, that wasn't in his budget. Like, it wasn't anywhere in near his mind. Like, I have to pay this amount. But praise God for loving parents. And I, I like, settled it in myself. I was like, my dad will never pay for my trips ever again. Like, if this is looking like to, you know, <clears throat> praise God for, uh, people have parents. Some people have parents where they're like, I would love to, I will fund you right now. Yeah. And praise God for those parents. That is not my dad. <laughs> I was like, but I'm not mad at him because I need to learn about, how my father my heavenly father provides yeah so every time every single time so but you know i settled that in myself i was like oh my gosh i hate this feeling like you know he i no. if he wants to give it's not going to be out of compulsion it's going to be i i have a desire and that's going to be my seed so that's a little backstory but then zambia same amount i had to raise for south africa which is insane and god me and god man and all my supporters and givers and it's just been a journey so how did you how did things get easier for you i love that um that was such a good backstory mm-hmm. it, I, didn't, I didn't know all that about your trips um well i mean my parents i got to a point where like i 
just explained to my parents like i just remember going to my dad and i was like listen i know i'm only 14 because that's how old i was when i went to honduras but i was like this is what i want to do like this is what i want to do i want to do this forever like not as an occupation but i was like listen like this is something that i'm passionate about yeah i love going on these trips and if i could and i will which i'm saying that now i knew that i was i will but I'm gonna beat them up <laughs> but back then like it was a desire i had and like after i came back from honduras i was like no i will like Period. i will do this every year yeah because it was that life-changing it was that amazing which a whole story in itself like parents if your kids have a desire to do missions like what greater thing to let them do than that like it doesn't matter how young they are get over how scary it could be yeah. or what could possibly happen to them like because God's not going to let anything crazy happen to your kids. Like, it that's just not who he is. If your kid's being dumb and, like, decides to do something stupid and has to, like, pay for that, then that's on them. Yeah. But that's, it's not God's will for, like, them to be sick, obviously, or for them to go get hurt or yeah. kidnapped or any of the crazy things that fear allows to go through your head. Like, let them do that's it. True. It changes their life. And what better thing for your than for your kids to literally go preach the gospel? Like, yeah. I mean, around the world and get to travel and see a really amazing things that you didn't get to see while they're at it. Mm -hmm. But on the topic of like fundraising for missions trips, that got easier and easier as I went along. Like I remember, do you remember Dominican Republic when we went there? Yeah. I remember Dominican Republic. I don't remember exactly how short I was, but I remember we were literally three days out from flying. Oh my gosh. Do you I remember love that? this story? And yes. I was missing like I was missing a chunk of change, y'all. Let me tell you. And Dominican Republic wasn't even as, as expensive as Zambia was. I think Dominican Republic was less than like two thousand dollars. It was like yeah, it was two thousand dollars. It was seventeen hundred and yeah, then yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it upped it to two grand. Yeah, that that's exactly it. I remember because it was like a last minute change. Mm -hmm. We I had like I had like literally three days, y'all, before it was our flight date. And I had three days left. And I remember I was at my cousin's house and I was just like, I don't have enough money for this. Yeah. I was like, I think I was missing like $700 yeah. or something like that. Like I was missing a decent amount of money for this trip. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, God, like I need a miracle. I was like, I've seen and I've heard and I've heard a whole bunch of people say that they have never not been able to go on a missions trip because of money. Like it's yeah. always been some other issue that resulted in somebody not going. But yeah. they were like, when you have when you have faith, Come God on. will never say no. That's the currency. Like when you have faith, <laughs> no, it's not an option. And I just remember like praying as a fourteen year old, basically fasting because I didn't I didn't even have a, a great understanding of what fasting was at fourteen. But I remember I was at my cousin's house and she had just bought like food for everybody, and I literally was like, I'll come and eat it in a minute, but I need to like be up here for a minute first. Wow. And I just remember like closing the door and putting on worship music and just being like, Lord, like I need this money because I know that I'm supposed to go on this trip. And I remember later that day, our pastor called and was like, somebody literally pulled money out of their oh stock for you to go on this trip. That and I, so and it was beautiful. everything that I needed three days before oh. it was time for me to pack my bags and you be on the plane. It, 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 it. And he may not come when he wants you. <laughs> when you but want to. Right on time. Somebody. And I will never forget that. I just remember I was like, I need this. I believe in you, God. I prayed for that to happen. And I have never had an issue with funding. 
ever since. Like, I have always been fully funded way in advance for a trip after, after that. But it was all because the Lord came through. He was super faithful. Glory to God. <clears throat> so yeah so we here we up in here and we was just we just want to talk to to the kids to the people that get us the girls that get it get it and the girls that don't so um so no this is for the people that are in our shoes and this is loki on the low 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 for parents but loki on the low 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 for people who will go on to the lord terry and have kids listen 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 for all my christian families out here you dedicated your child to god amen i don't know if parents have to like revisit what that means but don't be surprised when god acts like the lord of their life (laughs) (laughs) and like directs their steps and tells them i like this is the way walk ye therein parents girl pause even there parents don't doubt your kids when they say they're hearing from the lord oh my days yeah because they do that. Oh, are you sure? Ooh, Don't child. do that. Don't create a spirit of fear in that kid. Like, if mm. they heard from the Lord, they heard from the Lord. They like, have to walk Kids out. are so pure. Mm-hmm. There's barely anything that could get in the way of them hearing from the Lord. They don't have a lot of crappy life experiences and all that right now. They're mm-hmm. eight. <laughs> Calm down, Jessica. Go on. <laughs> Why is that the go-to name that we're using? <laughs> I hope Jessica doesn't listen. She's like, I feel attacked. <laughs> Sorry, we love you, Jessica. We, we do know you. a Jessica. And Grace. We love you. We know a Jessica? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yes, I know now. We love you, Jessica, but this is just a uh, good made-up name. Jennifer. Let's use Jennifer. Jennifer. Jennifer? What are you saying, Mom? We know a Jennifer, too. We know a Jennifer? Oh, jump. I hope they should listen to this podcast. You're right. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer. How dare well, you? Okay. So, Jennifer. <laughs> now, what were you saying, though? Just don't, don't, doubt. don't doubt your kids. Like, yeah. Like, have you, has your parents, yes. I mean, not to put my parents <laughs> on the spot, but I've definitely had times where I'm like, I feel like the Lord said this. And I was super young, and my parents were like, mm, well, <laughs> that sound. Yeah, <laughs> they'd be like, "Well, if that's that's the case, such and such and such will happen." Oh no! And I'm like, "Okay." And then it like it wow. creates this like religious mindset where it's like where people are like looking for signs. Lord, oh, if you want me to go no. on this mission trip, let me see a purple starfish today. And just lo and behold, you see like a purple starfish like on a billboard. Why can't you just trust that God was talking you to you the face? first time? Yeah, like <laughs> why do you you know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm right. I'm not saying that that's necessarily wrong, but I think it can tap into like. A little bit of like a religious like it, it puts people in like this roundabout thing where you have to talk to god when you you don't you have it's to just a conversation god yeah you Oof. have to be like okay well lord if it's really you i need uh, to see like a green leaf in the middle of the parking lot where there's no trees you know what i mean like yeah. it, it and it's just like it just can create a it lot because i mean the <laughs> enemy can work with that too the enemy definitely can work with that and then people start it takes away the faith out of it mm-hmm. that's why i would just just don't do all that you're right and that's how we learn how to hear the holy ghost growing up in our church because our yeah. pastors shout out to them they would tell us like whatever you feel like you heard just say it just release the word and we'll see and that's how you learn the voice of the holy ghost whether it's, it's you or the holy ghost just act out on it and you will learn as you go because That's you so can't learn true. if you don't just try. That's so true. And parents sometimes, listen, sometimes parents are like, I don't want to use this term because it's harsh, but I will, like agents of the devil. Because y'all stifle, you you make your parent, like your kids doubt and question 
in their relationship with the Lord. Yeah. And we already know how God feels about children. The Bible says that Jesus says, he taught, if any of you causes a child to sin, it's better for you to put a millstone around your neck and drop over a cliff in the water and drown. That's yeah, a terrible deep. death. It's a terrible death, yeah. That, like, the child, we know, we talked about this in our, our last podcast, our last last together. Our last Where last. it was like, childlikeness is so precious to God. It, it is. And parents, you have, that's what I'm saying, you dedicated your child to God. Stop getting in the way of their relationship. Literally. Literally. <laughs> oh my because days. at the end of the day, like, I'm, I mean, I would assume that it's not your heart as a parent to yeah. detour them from the Lord. But that's kind of what you're doing when you're like, mm-hmm. like, I hear so many times I've heard this story. Well, I believe that the Lord told me that I need to go to Bible college, but my parents say mm-hmm. that that's not something that I can make a livable wage a livable mm-hmm. wage off of. My parents say, "Well, there's no way that you're going to be able to support yourself. Mm-hmm. How are you going to like get married? Pe- preachers don't make money, mm-hmm. evangelists don't make money, worship people don't, don't make, make money. money, and it's just like, like you ever but heard of Joel If that's what they're ca- yeah. yeah, if your age. call is to be in the ministry. My God, the Lord's going to provide for yeah. you. Why wouldn't he provide for you? Yeah. Don't. And it, it breaks my heart because like these kids are like, they either end up doing like one or two things. They either literally get rid of the call of God on their life oh. to go do what their Whatever. parents yeah. are doing. And I'm just like, there comes a time where you have to draw the line and be like, listen, you're my parents. I'm going to honor you. Yeah. But you've had your chance to live your life. Mm-hmm. I hear the Lord telling me this. I have to obey. And him. I have to obey the Lord because at the end of the day, I'm going to answer to the Lord for why I didn't obey what he said. Mm-hmm. And what am I going to say? Well, my mom said such and such. Yeah, imagine. That, like, mm-hmm. that's sad. And I know that that's like a, that's like a, a deep, or not a deep, but that's like a hard line to, like, draw with your parents. Because it's who hard. knows? Like, your parents will, like, cut you off or, like, yeah. whatever. But it's just, like, the Bible literally says if you can't if you're not okay with losing mother, father, brother, sister to you're follow in- the Lord, like, you're not fit for the kingdom. You're not. And that has happened to people. Like their family has disowned them because they like they they followed the call of God in their life. But my goodness, the Lord has always provided for them and looked out for them, and they have never lacked anything for following the voice of the Lord. Period. And who knows? Like from your obedience, it could redeem something in your parents that their own relationship with the Lord. Because if they're like literally telling you not to follow the ministry, I would question their relationship with the Lord Period. at that point. Yeah. Cause it's just like, how are you gonna tell me to follow God, and I'm following Him, but you got a problem? You got a problem well, with how it? How I'm following God? <laughs> yeah, like God's not like a hypocrite. He's yeah. not like schizophrenic. He's not gonna like do one it's thing true. and like turn around and take it away from you. Like, no, absolutely. I mean, you just. I remember I was in ministry school and God dealt with that with me. Like he he taught he told me he was. <clears throat> I guess he was taking me into like I don't want to sound like the a season into my life where like, yeah, you know, but it was real. Like where he was. T- like it felt like God was saying, "Okay, next, this is what you, what I want you to learn. I yeah. want you to stop looking at your father as your main provider because there's going to be a time where, for example, like you get married, Daddy can't be there to pay all your bills <laughs> when you get married and whatever. So who are you going to depend on? I mean, sure, husband, whatever, but at the end of the day, it's going to have to be me. So I'm I need you to start now. In ministry school, and it's like my dad's paying my tuition, my and 
uh, everyone around me they're just like i'm working to pay off my tuition and kind of some people are trying to make me feel bad for like having a dad that pays for my school i will never understand i was like do you want me to apologize to you or something do you want me to get on my knees are you <laughs> my stupid knees? like people somebody actually literally come up some somebody's like well not all of us have a dad that has a, that bought us a car i was like do you want me to apologize? Like, yeah, what, what are the do you bitterness? Want me to do? Yeah, I'm like, okay, Shanice. I was like, what do you want from me? What do you want? You want me to go to my dad and be like, how dare you? And punch him in the face? For real. What's wrong with you, crackhead? It's like, you're a crackhead. In the spirit and in the mind. Like, I rebuke thee. And yeah. I, I went off on her. I was like, don't ever cross me like that. I was like, you sound crazy right now. Yeah, because <laughs> you do. And also, what kind of Christian are you where you can't? Yeah. Well, no, take the religion out of it at this point. You better get cussed what out. What kind of person are you <laughs> where you can't be happy that somebody else is blessed? Yeah, like, and I'm giving you a ride to school. Yeah. That's what I was school? confused about. I was like, so you're going to get mad at your ride home. That's crazy. <laughs> That's insane. No. No, but child anyways i mean i'm over it but so but god had to really and to, that's why it was such a big deal and i don't i don't know i it's actually a very american thing i've learned that because culturally culturally where i'm from technically and unle- i mean like unless you need to like because like you're poor or something like i get that but girls <clears throat> culturally don't need to work they just work in the house like you know basically be like the second mom of the house and then they get married like it's not strict like that but that's just how life goes and like for my arab friends that's exactly how life goes my (laughs) friends literally their fathers are like why do you want a job i am your father i am here to provide for you like what do you any you need you want a job for what because you need something that's my job yeah stay home go to college just i'll give you anything you want when i heard them say that I was like, oh my gosh. Shoot, can I receive on that end? Yeah, I, was, I, t- I literally went to my father. I was like, so what are you doing? Like, what are we doing here? And he was like, Cruz, I want you to get a job so you can learn finance, finances. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so you're the reason why I have to wake up at 7 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> and go to this job. No, but honestly, that kind of just kind of showed me how kind of, because, you know, Arabs and, you know, the Jews and the Bible times, whatever. That's nothing to do with that. <laughs> but it kind of showed me how, like, a father is supposed to. That's kind of how it's supposed to be. And in America, it's very, my dad, even to this day, he's like, I don't understand when people kick their kids out at 18. I don't he's understand like, that either. It's so people, harsh. I know. And my dad was like, I don't get it. Just like, that's your children. They're supposed to live with you and then they get married and then go off. Uh, you know, obviously, in my family, my personal family, they have no qualms about you moving out and being an adult. But, you know, whatever. That's I think that's mostly to do because we, we grew up in America. Like, so they're just, that's normal to them now. But that kind of showed me how if I grew up in that type of culture where it's like my father is my provider and then you transition into, like, the heavenly father being your provider. Technically, that's how it's, it's kind of in the natural and in the spirit before you're with christ you know and like if i could say the perfect human life a child set up with a mother and father that loves them you know like before you give your life to christ you have those christ-like qualities in your life already of a, a husband that loves his wife like the church yeah. a father who provides a mother who wake a proverbs 31 mom who wakes up before the whole house and takes care of everything she 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 sells and she she cooks and she cleans and she she runs the household and she has staff under her you know and you're the child learning from that and you're 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 getting you know like uh, raised and you're getting disciplined and you all that stuff and then when you grow up or when you give your life to the lord 
you've already had that foundation of Christ-like qualities. Now you get to solely see that in the Lord and have God be that for you alongside of the help of your parents. And that's to me is like the perfect family, right? Like, and I think that's how God wants it to be. Like, this is the system of which I want you guys to be raised into. It's true. So that when it's time for you to understand that I'm the Lord and I want you to follow my voice, it's easy for you because you were following your father's voice and you obeyed your parents and now I want you to obey me like you did you know so it's like so when I think things get a little wonky uh, right now I'm seeing it more than ever I don't know if it was always like this I wasn't around in the past okay but like right where it gets wonky is when I, I feel like parents want their kids to go to I, I this is I know this is general but I feel like the way people are living their lives it seems like this is the statement they're, they're okay with their kids at the very least making it to heaven. But if you live a radical Christ, like Christian lifestyle. Something's wrong with you. I'm a, yeah, I'm going to criticize that. That's where I, as a parent, have a problem. And this isn't the case for every parent, but just on the outside looking in, it feels like the only parent that doesn't live life like that are people who have parents that are pastors or already in the ministry. <laughs> because they had to walk that walk. And they understand that they got there by having god be their own like their navigator their everything their everything surrender so, yeah and so when they have kids they get it and they're like yeah whatever whatever the lord tells you to do i'm here for i support you but for the rest of us out here in these streets it's like now it's like so your doubt your fear you're all of this why why are you trying to put that on me to get me to sin and stumble and, and not obey the lord and my that's god the thing that they don't even realize that they're they're essentially doing it's because of their own experiences and like mistakes or like whatever they had with the Lord or like, okay, well, maybe I didn't hear the Lord so clearly on this. And somebody told me, well, somebody put doubt in my head. Well, did you hear the Lord at all? <laughs> if this didn't work, well, did you hear the Lord at all? Maybe you just missed it. People miss it sometimes yeah. in ministry. People miss it sometimes when Let they hear learn. the Lord. But you live and you learn. Mm -hmm. But some people, they literally just do not recover from that. They never seek the Lord again. They like turn away from him or they become like mediocre people who just go to church because mm -hmm. it's not about safe. going to church. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm saved because I, I go to church. That doesn't make you saved. Like unless you literally say out of your mouth, I believe that Jesus Christ came and died mm -hmm. and rose again. Not then save him. Yeah. Like you going to church does not prove or do anything like for your eternity at all no not for your eternity at all like you might just have a good sermon on like a sunday that makes uh -huh. you feel good inside but like <laughs> that doesn't mean that you're saved and it's like i think what happens with people is they allow their experience in life to determine how they view the lord and yeah. they completely take the bible out of it yeah and it's all based off of their experiences and that's not at all true. People are like, well, I tried this and it didn't work for me. Well, just because it didn't work for you doesn't mean that that's yeah. not the way to do it. And that's not the truth. Mm -hmm. It's just an experience you had, which I feel like the devil uses that a lot. That's exactly what the devil does. The devil uses that a lot. Experiences to like take people away from the word of God. That's true. Because when you have an experience that's not like the word of God, most people, they just turn away. Yeah. They, they don't never, contend. They never, they never dig. They never, mm -hmm. like, well, why did this happen? What they don't could fight. Have, they don't, <laughs> yeah, they don't. It's just, like, people with, like, prosperity, the prosperity gospel. Yeah. Well, I don't understand why so-and-so's got to have this and why yeah. he got that. I prayed for this and it didn't happen for me. All right, Bill well, Bob. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what All else right. are you doing? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Did you do exactly what so-and-so did? Yeah. Probably not. Nine no. times out of ten. Did you sacrifice like they sacrificed? No. 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 They don't. Did you Their fast like so-and-so? Their hearts are probably so wrong. Because if you're talking like that, that just shows me your heart. Something was already wrong there. Yep. And then people, like, 
create this culture where they leave believe parts of the Bible yep. and not the Bible in its entirety. And I'm just like, well, sorry. Like, what do you want me to say to you? Yeah. This is literally why your life is the way that it is. You don't. You don't even know what you believe. <laughs> like. <laughs> no but, it's true and then it all comes down to their kids and it's just like it's sad because it's like it's their kids turn to have like their time to do life and the parents are just living off of their experiences do you think it's because it like convicts the parents when they see their kids pursuing the lord in such a pure like abandoned i have heard that before yeah the parents are like well, what Dang. do i do yeah yeah well i never did that i've messed up in this area must be a humbling thing to like watch your kid like not have doubt or like not do this and that be know. faithful in the area where you, that you would, weren't you would yeah be. that's i know it's like okay i did a trip with like older women people that know me will know this trip i'm not it's not the fact that i'm trying to keep the trip vague but i'm trying to keep from the public just i guess vague in a way i did the trip i did a mission trip with a group of older women it was a women's mission trip and for some reason in the church when people see women's they it's like no one under the age of 30 signs up it's always like moms women's outreach it's like 40 year old women who have already had kids <laughs> like i don't know menopause is at the door i don't know i'm kidding oh. no it's like i don't know i've always wondered that because like we were we went to like a women's bible study and then we're like we're women we're women and we yeah. were like 19 or 18 and 19 and all the women there were like old and they were so they were surprised we were there i was like why this is a women's bible study anyways that's even bigger than there so i went on a trip with an older group of women it was just a women's mission trip mm-hmm. and a lot of the people that like around that age i would say 40s and up a good average For sure, yeah. 40s and up and I, of course, at that age, I was like, let's see, pre-pandemic. So I was either 19 or 20. I was, oh, that's a good question. I think I was 18 or 19. Dang, what the freak? Okay, pan- panorama. This pandemic threw me <laughs> off. Panorama. She took a year away from each other. I don't know what age I was. Um, anyways, I, no, I turned, I turned 19 in Mexico. Okay, 20. I was 20 years old. I went to this country. Everybody was like 40 and up. And a lot of the women on that trip were like, you know, like there was one woman, like a few women that dropped out, which is kind of sad. And they'd be like, oh, you know, maybe I don't think like even then, like before the trip, they were saying like, I don't know if I want to do a mission trip. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm interested, but I don't know. I don't know. Or there'd be a lot of women that would say that or they drop out for that reason like i don't think i'm ready yet or that da, 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 da. or or they'd be the few after the trip that'd be like i love this i mm-hmm. wish i did this sooner yeah i thought this was for young people and it baffles it like baffles my mind why is be- that though yeah. that they have that mindset i don't know it's like but like people will like hold themselves back from doing things from the lord and i don't and it makes me wonder like when you're older i'm not trying to be like that when i'm older like i'm I want to go in like no 20 year old, no 14 year old is going to go harder for the Lord than me. You know, I like our pastor says that and I absolutely love it. But it makes me wonder, like, how do you feel one as an older person to see kids going deeper in levels deeper than you have in the Lord? And it's no reason that you have an access to it other than the fact that you haven't let yourself go there. It's true. It's, it's readily available. It's for very you. available. It's, like, it's not like the door is closed. <clears throat> and it's like, how does that feel? Especially as parents, like when your children are like, 
Because I've heard stories, like, uh, just being around Christians and ministry school people and all over. Like, I heard a story of one guy, he, he, his, his mom, this guy's mom would not let him go to, he was, he, he still went to ministry school. But his mom wouldn't let him go to ministry school because she had a dream that if he went, he was going to be a martyr. So? Ex- exactly. So the Christian thought, in my Christian mind, I'm like, so? Even in my natural mind, I'm like, yeah, but you're a Christian. But isn't the whole goal Jesus? Like, you realize you're a Christian first. Yeah, that's tough to say. Like, so it's tough to say. But I mean, but at the end of the day, did you or did you not give your child to the Lord? It's true. It's literally true. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why parents. I know why, but it's like like parents hold people back. But anyway, child, this is what I want to share. What I found in the Bible. It's me ready to pull up my verses too. Where are pulling your verses? For all you people out here, because I know that there's people who feel called to the ministry i don't even know it doesn't have to be ministry i don't know maybe you want to do something else maybe you feel called to be an accountant but your dad is like i want you to be an engineer and it's or he wants you to work under his company it has you could you would rather snort mcdonald's sprite (laughs) that (laughs) disgusting it's actually not even bad but i saw a tweet that someone is saying mcdonald's sprite could fry chicken or something like that sprite is spicy. Powerful. I don't know what they do to the sprite in the Coke at McDonald's, but it is like it's, it's the FDA drugs. needs to take it out, like right. And there needs to be an investigation <laughs> ASAP, Rocky. So, like, so, but this is the verse I want to give to you for people who are either ha- have neglected their parents and like and are like I'm just whatever. Like it's all for Jesus, or are walking or are facing that, and they're like. Every time I advance to the Lord, it's always a conflict with my home life and my parents. Mm-hmm. Psalm 27, verse 9 through 4. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen, listen, listen. This is good. I'm going to read the whole context, kind of. The few verses ahead and the few verses under it. But it says in verse 9, Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not. Neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my mother and my father forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of my enemies. Deliver me not over unto the will of my enemies, for false witnesses are risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And that's for you guys. Because verse 10 says, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Yeah. Clearly, there's people all over the Bible that have dealt with this situation before. Where God is calling them deeper, but their mother and father has something to say. Something to say. And it's like, and the way that the way to go is forward. I Listen, I'm not promising that it's going to be easy. <laughs> Because it's a battle. I mean, I don't know any battle that's been, you already won a battle. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, out of my own, I don't want to put that over you guys. I just declare favor. And I believe that God can speak to the hearts of those that concerns you and your matters. Yeah, it's true. But, like, just know that you're, the only way that the Bible, like, exemplifies is to go forward and trust the Lord. He is the Lord of your life. But he will be with you he's going to deliver you and verse 13 i love how it says i would have fainted unless i believed to see the goodness of the lord in the land of the living clearly your obedience is going to bear something good so but india has something she also wants to say (laughs) no i 
Well, yeah, I do. I have a scripture that I want to share, but also I know sometimes I just want to clear something up a little that I don't, I don't want people to feel like I'm being like, your parents, they're the devil. <laughs> like, they're not. Because I care. get it. They're, I, I, there are like, there are different ranges in which these scenarios can happen. Like, you could be like a first generation Christian mm-hmm. and your parents are like 100% <laughs> against you. Yeah. I'm not saying the Lord is going to like come down and kill them. <laughs> I'm not saying anything like that. But there is like, you do have to honor your parents. Like yeah. the Bible does say that you need to honor your parents. But the Bible also says like anyone who does not forsake like their mother and their father their brother and their sister and like leave everything that they have and come to me they will not see the kingdom of heaven like because they're not fit for it and i know that like that's a lot there's people who like like i said before like i know some oh Oh, my gosh Oh, we are in San Pablo. This is not Moncrief. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, there are people who like. <laughs> I need to recover from that. Sorry. There's people. No, it's okay. It was all. It was random. Whatever. There are people who their parents are saved and they're just like having a moment because like I feel like I went through that with my parents. Like yeah. my parents are like my mom was like very very much so like walking with the holy spirit all the time and there were like moments of conflict where i'm just like woman this is the ministry like i'm just like ma'am ma'am why are you upset yeah what are you like i'm just like why is this like a problem like why is this like and then like i remember like one of the things that i'd hear like i hate to put like her on the spot but i hear my mom say well you need to use wisdom like the god the god (laughs) <laughs> preaching the gospel that's literally what every christian is called to do i don't need to use wisdom, wisdom. In that. i need to be obedient come that. on and like yeah. period because i that's an excuse yeah I'm, I'm just concerned okay well don't be concerned because you being concerned is low-key just you being afraid in yeah. this scenario it's just yeah, you yeah, being yeah, afraid. yeah yeah like yeah, what yeah. the heck that's true. but anywho i wanted to tell you guys this verse from matthew 12 um if your parents are saved, like if your parents are saved or not saved, pray for them. Like the yeah. Lord can soften their heart; He can do anything. Soften anyone's heart. Yeah, because yeah. like I know how it is to also be doing something and feel like you're doing it alone, like with no support. That's rough too. But child, anyways, Matthew twelve. I'm gonna paraphrase what Jesus was talking about in the beginning of this verse to get to the end of the verse. Um, Jesus was talking to the Pharisees and some of the teachers of the law and they were asking him for a sign and the Lord was basically rebuking them saying that a wicked generation does not deserve a sign. Thank God you use that verse. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm paraphrasing that because Jesus goes into teaching a little bit more in depth. He uses a few different parables in the few scripture, the few verses, sorry, past that. And then I'm jumping down to verse 46. So Jesus is talking to everybody. He's talking about casting out unclean spirits and using parables and all these things. So we're jumping down to verse 46 of Matthew 12. And Jesus says, or it says, Jesus' mother and brothers. While Jesus was still talking to the crowd, his mother and brothers stood outside wanting to speak to him. Verse 47. Someone told him, your mother and brothers are standing outside wanting to speak to you. Jesus replied to him, who is my mother and who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples, he said, here are my mothers and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Mm. And that's the Lord. Like, because I'm telling you guys, like, especially like on the mission field, like, or just in ministry in general. But I see it very heavily. Like when people do missions, you gain all that stuff. Mm -hmm. You really, you gain moms, you gain like 
and not to replace the ones that are your natural like blood parents but like you gain a support team on the other side of you jumping and saying yes yeah like you really really do you gain people who will probably sell their blood for you in order to go on a mission trip Mm -hmm. to preach the gospel (laughs) because at the end of the day that's what we're called to do yeah like i'm telling you you don't lack anything and i've never understood why people have always like hesitated when it came to like doing whatever the lord called them to do for fear of lacking something yeah you guys i have never said yes to anything the lord called me and asked me to do whether that be missions or whether that be me driving somebody to work and not like lacked anything like i've never lacked anything there's always been more than enough like in any way like more than enough affirmation more than enough money like more than enough people praying for you like Mm -hmm. that's a thing you need to like yeah you do just more than enough like there's never lack in obeying the lord it's it never goes against you like it never ever will and if somebody ever tells you that they had an experience where it didn't, let me hear tell you, they did something wrong, yeah. okay? They did something very wrong, so... Yeah, why would God uh, set us up for failure? Why would yeah. Jesus die for us to live a life unto him that wasn't even concrete, that didn't for sure guarantee stuff? Right. I mean, that just shows your measure of faith. I hate, personally, I hate when people are like, you're called to ministry, but pe- what you're saying, like, they're poor. And then you point out, like, ten people preachers that aren't poor and then they say but that's them that's not you but that's not what the bible says because the bible says that be followers of those who have obtained the promises of god and the Mm -hmm. bible says that he's not a respecter of persons yeah so if you if you like measure up like or like follow after the steps of those the righteous that have seen prosperity what do you think is going to happen right (laughs) you become you are what your eyes behold it's true so it's like what the h do you think is gonna happen (laughs) like parents piss me off like respectfully of course you know they piss me off when they say stuff like that because it's It's like i don't need your doubt right now because you're either telling me you're you're pronouncing a curse over me to saying that if i obey the lord then i will be poor not true and where is that in the bible where is it in the bible the god says you follow me but you have to be poor where no the blessings of abraham are for us and you know what's crazy every time especially like when it comes to like the oh i'm upset because it's this preacher she's a prosperity preacher you know what's crazy we have the same bible that they use to get the jet and the plane and everything Mm -hmm. that they have and i hate when people mock preachers for having planes i'm like clearly you're speaking that i'm pure out of your grass under your (laughs) grass minus the g in the r (laughs) anyway (laughs) i'm just like because i remember my cousins one day they were like yeah jesse duplantis has a jet and i'm like and you don't (laughs) you don't but also i'm like do you understand the difference between an evangelist and a pastor no they don't so shut the crap up you as an amazon driver do you need a truck to drive an amazon freaking truck for amazon prime period jesse duplantis is not a pastor he did well he's a pastor now now. (laughs) he was an evangelist back in the day though he didn't have a church you crackhead he he was trying to reach the world the The best way for him to do that a jet have you driven it like 2022 who on earth wants to be on the road anymore no seriously i I don't understand i don't understand that yeah so you mean to tell me it's totally fine for like all these people who are like running casinos and like yeah. places that people get hurt at all the time and where there's not Walmart. anything of it oh <laughs> not Walmart. Walmart y'all go there all the time 
But y'all want to bash prosperity preachers. Right. It's for okay for seeing the, God prosper them. Right. It's okay Eesh. for drug dealers to have plans yeah. because they're drug dealers. But yeah. Preachers who are preaching the gospel, who are healing the sick, doing what yeah. the Lord told them to do is wrong. It's All wrong. Of a sudden it's you know, because people think, and I was actually talking to Charity about this at school. Because people think, they the way they speak, they speak as if God's money is running out. Where you're using the church's money, and that's our money. What is yours? You're not of this world. Nothing here belongs to you. What is yours? Huh? If you lay up treasures in this world, the flies and the moths are going to eat it up. But it's better for you to lay up treasures in heaven. That's what the Bible teaches. So what is yours? You think God is lacking money? You think God, somebody using a billion dollars of church donations, that God's like frantically like looking, flipping over his couch pillows, looking for <laughs> his coins? golden couch Period. pillows. I'm just like, whose money is gone? Like, think about it. All the money that has ever been made in the world is still in the world today. That's so true. And there's still more coming. So, and there's still more, I mean, more coming because the Bible says <laughs> that God will give us the ability to create wealth. You, Have you heard of right. cryptocurrency? Hey, what the age? So what are we lacking in? I beg, tell me. I Where beg. the freak is the lack? <laughs> Christian, I feel like, not to be critical, but I feel like the body of Christ is, are, is very talented at finding lack where there is no lack. It's so true. Like, what the H? And they're the ones that are like <laughs> suffering, broke, bro- what is it? Broke, For free. Do- broke, disgusted, and busted, or whatever <laughs> they be. Child. Yes. Dusty. I be like, child, why? why? And I, not to be like offensive or rude, but I'm just like, it's always the people who you don't want to be like who are telling you not to like do something mm-hmm. great for like God. And yeah. I'm like, Sally, have you seen the two packs of cancer sticks that you've been smoking for the last like three days don't like, do that yeah <laughs> i'm like i'm like damn nobody was trying to attain a life like yours anyway yeah. you're miserable you're on your fourth husband like you only crap? own a crock pot <laughs> that you pay off monthly <laughs> you're a crock pot <laughs> I'm just like, ma'am, nobody's trying away. to be like you anyway. Period. Your furniture's on layaway. You're on credit. <laughs> like, you don't have anything for yourself, but you, I, who have no debt, who am doing what period. I'm supposed okay, to do, period. I'm supposed to be like, huh? Thank you for teaching me how to get like you. I will never do that. <laughs> <laughs> I will never. I think I'm just going to obey the Lord. <laughs> I think I'm going to obey the Lord because um, so it looks refreshing. I'm not stressed out having right? to smoke cigarettes because oh. I'm stressed. Can you imagine? I'm not stressed. Oh my Did gosh. you know that? Cancer I, sticks. My, my skin's clear. I'm doing great. Teeth's you know, white. Right. Stress causes breakouts, hair loss, and like premature yeah. aging. So Their voices sound like they're at least 90 years older yeah, than they already are. Let me tell you this one time. I'm like, mm. no, I'm good. <laughs> Smokers. <laughs> <laughs> smokers can be the funniest people though i'm not gonna lie that's like, so true they're really but funny. it just sounds so just don't get so in their car because it stinks <laughs> or their house <laughs> yeah, yeah. or, or their don't house. eat their food that they bring they're so nice i've always met the nicest smokers but they're like the food that they bring from their house like taste like their lungs like and i'm like Oh my gosh. This watermelon <laughs> tastes like I got secondhand. Like, <laughs> I have it now because I ate the watermelon from a, like, uh, I don't know, from your house. But, uh, I'm in tears. I, this is a true story. Sorry. No! I had a coworker. I love her so much, but all I ate was her Cheetos, and that was terrible. I was like, take it back. It's a mess of my life. Even their clothes. Lesson learned. Yeah. Their clothes smell like, like ashtrays. It's sad. It's sticks. Yeah. It sticks. It sticks really bad. Well, <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's, you were going somewhere with this. <laughs> Did you already go there? I thought so, yeah. <laughs> I hate how I do this. So. <laughs> no, but it's true. 
you know, this is the word to encourage and convict every single person. Yeah. Because you yourself should be seeking the Lord on the behalf of your child and hearing him out. You should be ever more tender towards the voice of the Holy Ghost. Because you have to realize you did give your kid to the Lord. You were on that stage and the pastor prayed that prayer. You know, I dedicate my child to God. You know, this, I bless him. You, you, we, bless, we all, all us in the church sat there and we stood there. We had to sit through all of that and watch the pastor bless your newborn baby to God. So either you go back and watch the tapes. <laughs> like, Remember you have you to recall. From. Exactly. And look at, and be introspective in your own spiritual life. Yeah. What are you doing for the Lord that requires you to walk in faith? Ooh, that's a whole word. It's a whole word. Why have you, like, when did you stop walking in faith? It's a whole word. Where, like, what are you mm. doing? You have to continually walk. I'm not, no one's asking you to, like, open, like, a, like a casino and then a hotel and then this. Do Walk <laughs> where the Lord directs you. But he, he directs you to things that you can't even obtain in your own strength. And it requires, the Lord leads our lives to know that we require him. We can't do it alone. I, I could not go to any of the locations that I went to on missions by my own strength. It's so true. I can't. I think I know that. the car that I bought in my own strength. You can't. I was stressed Tell trying to testimony. do it in my own strength. Yeah. Oh, girl, yeah, that's a whole testimony. But before I go there, <laughs> before I go there, what was I going to say? Oh, Lord, bring it back to me, Lord. Amen. It was about parents. Mm, it was about bring parents back, and walking in faith. Mm-hmm. Lord. Hmm. Whatever. We'll move on. I forgot. <laughs> Whatever. If or can I bring it back, Lord? Bring it back. Just bring it back. Yeah, God, bring it Dude. back. Or was it about kids walking in faith? I'm not sure. Hmm. Oh yeah, I remember now. Come on. It's the. <laughs> oh Lord. It's like I feel like people overcomplicate everything when it comes to like the Bible and when it comes to like Jesus because number one people. When experiences happen that don't go the way that they think it should, they, number one, throw the Bible out of the window. They're just like, okay, well, this part didn't work, so this part is this and this. And then they pick and choose what they want to believe. But that's just not how it works. I'm sorry. And the Bible says that faith is the only thing that pleases the Lord. Mm, Come on. And, like, it... It's like this, like, it creates this life of, like, just slowly, like, backsliding. Yeah. It really does because it's like a tire that has a slow leak. Mm. It's like you, it just goes. It's slow. And it's just, it's so sad because I feel like I've seen so many people who literally have had, like, a bad experience in the Lord. And then they just, they just throw it all away. And it's so sad. And then, like, their kids, like, I keep going back to, like, their kids are the ones who are, like, left like trying to pick up those pieces and it's it's rough because it's like imagine what it would be like for those kids if they had a parent who was fully walking on fire for the lord Come on. this podcast wouldn't be needed like no. probably you know yeah and i mean yeah it's just oh i just hate it it makes me just sometimes i feel like i could do more <laughs> i feel like i could do more if i had parent i mean god bless the parents i have because my mom is very gung-ho and then yeah yeah but like i feel like i could do more if i had parents that were more actively ready to like encourage me to continue you know rather than you know it's annoying because like i mean i do what i want for the lord anyways like i already told my parents like even my dad was like why do you travel so much you, sh- you should slow down and i was like yeah, that's never gonna happen so yeah I, like, I said that once and he just dropped it and i was like yeah okay cool this is like 
I've been this many countries. You should know better. Come on. Like, yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> so, like, Terry's no backing no. down now. Yeah, it's like, like so uh, I would be backsliding if I backed down. Please check on me. Okay, so, <laughs> um, no, but, oh, dang it. What was I going to say? 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 You're about your parents. You're talking about your dad. Yes, so you'd feel I feel like if my parents were ready to meet me with a yes or I, you listen, I trust that God will, has spoken to you and God is leading to leading you in the way that he has you to go. What an answer that is. Rather than, really? Like, cr- yeah. critical answers like, eh, okay, we'll pray about that. Yeah, it's like... I dang you're not even my mom but I feel more encouraged with yeah. you saying that like yeah. like, like yeah and it would just it just would be great it really would but yeah. I mean the Lord's yeah. a redeemer he can he will redeem, redeem all these relationships with people and their parents he really can oh that the locusts and the canker worms ate evil worms <laughs> <laughs> the he kankaroos will. canker worms I don't oh, even know what that is lie. we have roaches over here in Florida so oh my god yeah. haven't seen that battle yet I'm kidding <laughs> Not to creep you out, but the ones here fly. Huh? The ones here fly. The ones here? Yes. In San Pablo. Yeah. San Pablo is a freaking forest. It is a forest. I've seen, there's a neighborhood I used to nanny at here, and there's like a sign that says poisonous snakes. And poisonous I was like, snakes. baby, why did y'all build a neighborhood here though? Oh my god. There's deers and poisonous snakes. Now, what are we living in? That is huh? so crazy. I just and down like, the street, there's sharks in the no, water. No, seriously, Jacksonville in general. You can like go what 295 the in the middle of the night, and there's a deer on the side of the road just Thank eating. you. I'm like, a deer, <laughs> and right next to that, and the next time I run across of it is dead ducks and geese. Have I you know. been seeing like rows yes. of geese rows. dying? Not rows. It's annoying. Hit I'm like, like bowling pins, what is baby? this city? And then you drive further is out, and there's city? bears. Girl, we in the country, and we really just said, put some electricity in here. We are, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I it's know. the Amazon and the country. I just, I don't know what to do. There's mosquitoes, there's roaches, there's crackheads. So true. <laughs> Deliver us. Deliver us, God. Deliver us, God. People walking backwards at the stoplights here. Oh, my God. That was kind of funny. That was, <laughs> was hilarious. Like, India was like, he's, that's a demon. <laughs> She's like, he's, <laughs> and I was just like video recording. I was, <laughs> like, oh, ah, I was like, he's either on like. A trippy acid trip right now, yeah. or mm, there's some other things. Just he has on. friends. Friends, let's just say that. <laughs> Lord <got> Jesus. <laughs> no, that's a real thing. I mean, be tender to the voice of the Lord, parents. Like, don't be the struggle part of your child's testimony. Yeah, that's not fun. Don't be the ones that's like when when um, Samuel heard Samuel Samuel in the middle of the night, and and the priest was like. That's God. Yeah. Next time you hear his voice, to ask him, here I am, Lord. Just say that. Be that person in someone's testimony that, like, enables and gives them wisdom in their pursuit of the Lord. Be somebody that, like, guides them to their next level in the Lord. Don't be someone that's like, I had to overcome my parents. Like, yeah. who the freak wants that testimony? As? And parents, y'all know y'all don't want that testimony. Right. And people, I don't know. I don't know what's in parents' mind. Like, we know you love your kids. Do you think God loves them less? That's like, so true. What you, Girl, we'll have a whole part two in this podcast if you start me. Start with me. I ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> no, seriously. Because essentially, what are you saying? When you're what saying... You're when you're literally like okay, well this and that and this there's this aspect of it and there's this aspect of it and I don't know how they're gonna. You're doubting the Lord. Yeah, God's a provider. He provided for you. Period. It all goes back to what you pray, mm-hmm. what you believe. You mm-hmm. dedicated these kids to God. They're following the call of God in their life. 
is it scary to think about maybe your kid moving to another country? Yes, yeah. but what greater joy Come on. than to have your kid literally live for Christ. Moving, going to another country, preaching the preaching the gospel, preaching the gospel, preaching the gospel. Your child you're not praying for them to be delivered from drugs. And I'm yeah. not condemning somebody that that happened to. But it's harder. Bring them back in Jesus' name. It's, it's way harder. <laughs> it's worse. Like, there's so much more that can happen. And it's just like, let let it go. Yeah. You let have them raised go. them. Yeah. You, you should be proud. They're hearing the voice of the Lord. Like, they're able to make decisions for themselves. They're coming to you. Hey, I know that I heard God tell me to do this. Like... Mm-hmm. You may be lucky they're coming to you and not just going out and doing what they want to do anyway. That's true. Like, you, it could be worse for you. It could be worse. It could be worse. People have their kids run out on them. People's kids die on them, too. You know, like, just, child, just count your blessings, count your blessings. Trust the Lord. He's good. He's a good God. I mean, your kids, I mean, if your kids feel called to the ministry, you should give God a praise. You should get on your knees and start, like, hoop, like, hollering on the floor. That it's like. Because honestly, like ministry is a it, it's a great call. It's a very it high really call. Is. So much fun. So it's so freaking fun here. So it's like, get on the floor and give God a good offering. You know, get like Solomon. Give God praise and thanks. Because it's like, how how madly in love must your child be mm-hmm. to want to be in his courts all the days of his life? And do you know where that verse that oh I want to be in your face where David was talking like that? It's from the psalm that I just read earlier in this podcast. That's all within this psalm and within that psalm where David was like I want to enter I want to I want to what is that Rick Pino song that this I know songs more better than sometimes I know scriptures. Child. What is it? Um, it's a tune. Get you. Yeah, I don't know where it is. Hold on, let me pull it up, child, so I don't confuse these deg- these blessed people. <laughs> these blessed people. Listening to this park horse. Park horse. Park horse. <laughs> you have your family. Did you get your tides? Girl, was right to come back with to me to America. America. <laughs> America. Where is it? <laughs> one thing that have i desired of the lord that i will seek after that i may dwell in the house of the lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the lord and to inquire in his temple in that same psalm it said when my father and mother forsake me then the lord will take me up so that that's in them that's in your child now that I've covered that, do you have a platform? Let her get to America. If you don't know what that video is, you Rob Kelly, R. Kelly. Rob Kelly! The Predator. You know, the one that's in jail. The one that's using Bill Cosby's attorneys. He was he had a concert in Ethiopia and had a spontaneous song with his band. And it goes like do 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 That's the piano. And he sang to Ethiopian girls while all the girls were screaming. He said, Do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? It took a turn. Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America? And his background singers. America. America, America, do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Girl, would you like to go back to America? <laughs> and in the middle of him going, ah, for America, he says, ah, America. That is probably the best R. Kelly song since I believe, I believe I can fly. What? 
Look it up on YouTube. Oh, jeez. <laughs> really? It's called... I hated that someone song. Someone was like, R. Kelly. What is it? He was... um. What was, what's the title say? R. Kelly. It's, it's literally... It's, it's like, Rob Kelly, do you want to come to America? Just look it's that so up. It's so stank. It's just... It's real bad. Like, like <laughs> and all the girls are screaming like, yeah! Like they they had their passport and they did get their shots and it was they do gross. He's they do ugly. Want to come back. Ugh. He was fundraising. He was, <laughs> he was fundraising. He was uh, no. You know. Yeah. You know, that's a real spontaneous song. Oh my ribs hurt from laughing. The predator Rob the predator Kelly made a song trying to get women with him to America, America. America, but your kids trying to get to Africa and preach the gospel. You see, so what are you? What are you, my dad's parents? <laughs> what are you, my dad? Yeah, we connected that. We were, we were gonna go somewhere. <laughs> oh yeah, God loves your kid. God loves your kid more than you do, parents. <clears throat> he does. You know, he died for them. I know that you you would, and some parents probably have, but those that have are not listening to this podcast, obviously. <laughs> but you know, Jesus died for your kid, so. Yeah. When he calls them for something, it's not for their downfall. There's nothing that you can do more so. more for your parents that the Lord can't do. Come on. Did I say that right? Yeah. I think you did. Like you there's nothing that you can do in your control that the Lord can't do more of. Yeah. Like there's there's literally nothing. Yeah. <sighs> Celebrate with your kids. Yeah. Don't be such a a butt face. Stop a butt doing face. that. Stop doing that. Celebrate with your kids, you know? <laughs> Be, like, encourage them in their walk with the Lord. Be like David was with Solomon. When David gave his son a whole book of Proverbs, of wisdom, to, part, like, impart to his child. Be like that. You know, oh, da-da-da-da. Oh, cling to wisdom. Wisdom, like, listen to her. You know, like, come on. Like, parents, like, be that. Ri- Stand up. Rise up. Young black women, <laughs> take your place. <laughs> Young black men. Take, Take your place. <laughs> what is it like? Shuckin' and jivin', shuckin' and jivin' and jivin' all over this land that I am sister. <laughs> this is the blood <laughs> that flows in your veins. Flows in your veins. <laughs> Our ancestors walked this ground. <laughs> the shack in the corner. <laughs> one man and one woman gave woman. birth to all of this. Child, it's my, it's my contribution to Black History. Come on, that'd be wary. Sicily Tyson. Why did they give us the month that's harder to February? Child, that's racist. Oh. Can we dive into that? <laughs> Can we look into? Let's like examine that. <laughs> no, let's not. Why do we know Why did they give us the shortest month? They could have given us they January. They could have given us March. Nothing, nothing happened in March. I wonder not why April. it is February. I want to like legit look into that. Be like, uh, there was February? somebody like chose February. There's like an actual good. It's like a good story. It wasn't like we oh, hate black people. Cute. Y'all get the shortest. <laughs> no, it's black people. I'm so still gonna petty. be petty. Tripping about it. Being <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm still gonna be petty. Yeah. Child, whatever, Absolutely. whatever. We gonna move on. Mm-hmm. 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 But um. I mean, okay, at the end of the day, um, we'll pray for you guys, like, at the end, which is coming soon. Like, <laughs> um, pursue the Lord, honor God, 
right? Because the goal is heaven. Because at the end of the day, you will have to stand before the Lord and give an account for your life. And I, I, you, I would rather you have the testimony of, it was hard in the beginning, but I saw your hand God provide. I yeah. saw you do the miraculous for my yeah. family. I've heard testimonies like that all the time, where it's like, my father abhorred everything to do with the kingdom. But as I went and stayed faithful and I kept praying for my father, I saw not only a softening of the heart, but a complete turnaround. He's yeah. in the ministry now. It's a whole world. What the whole H? world. It, that happens. So, like, start declaring things. Like, contend. Because you know as a believer, you're going to have to contend for some things. Let this be the thing that you... I guess this is the thing that you're going to have to contend for. Okay, get comfortable with that reality and contend. And be faithful unto God first. Yeah. You know, if mother and father gets in the way, you do what Jesus says. Who's it? Who is my mom? Who... Yeah. Who's my brother? Who are my brothers? What does that have to do with me? You know, like, you're worried for me? Uh, you don't have to be, because God's my provider. He's my leader. I don't, this is not as a, when the guy went to Jesus and he said, I want to follow you. He said, sell all your belongings and all that stuff. He's like, oh, wait, I got to bury my father. And Jesus was like, any man who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom. It's true. It's like, you're, is that what he said? Did he respond that to him? I gotta go back and check. But there is a man in the Bible that said that to Jesus. Let me go back and bury my father. It was like, mm. Mm. Father, brother, mother, who are they? You know, this is the kingdom of God. <clears throat> that comes first as a believer. You don't have to be a missionary. You don't have to be called a ministry. You don't have to be, you just have to be a believer. God has to come first. It's true. Over anybody. I don't care who it is. And then you, as a just genuine believer, general, gen- general believers. Who have you been putting in front of God? Some people, like, this is what I wrote in my notes. The last point, my last point. Where, you know, the Bible says, you know, love not your life unto death. Matthew 10, 37 says, He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Some people love their kids, their kids unto death. Like, some people love, it's a real thing. People love their kids more than they love God. And maybe that's the struggle that parents are dealing with. You have to sort that out with the Lord. You probably need to fall in love with Jesus again. Maybe you lost your first love and you have to revisit him. Maybe you, you've been so, you've been so Martha-y. You know, so Martha, you're just raising the kids and doing the chores and paying the bills and working and da 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 And girls, I'm taking you to your practice. And boys, you have football and da-da-da. Make sure you get your uniform. Make sure you get... And you're so busy Martha-ing that you've left the feet of Jesus and there's dust everywhere. And like, you don't even... You miss Jesus and you don't even remember what he smelled like. You don't remember what he looks like, what his voice sounds like. And, and it's just like when you go to church, it's just like you're around him, but you're not with him. Do you know what I mean? Such it's a just difference. go fall fall back in love with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Handle that, you know. And maybe that's where you'll learn to trust God, so you can trust God with your child. You, but the only way you learn that is when you're surrendering to His voice. And sometimes God gets parent He gets parents' attention, like He's like gives them like a spiritual spanking, like listen to me. This is what I have, like, if you don't want that, you don't want a Moses in the fire moment where, you know, you don't, some people want to hear God like that, like it's casual. No, he was, he was, Moses killed a guy and he was on the run. You, you don't want God to appear to you in a fiery bush like that. That's not, that's not a good thing. That's not a- Be like, seek out the voice of God. Fall back in love with you. Spend time with God. I mean, what, that's good regardless, but that's my advice. Please don't be too prideful to take advice from 20-year-olds because age doesn't matter in the kingdom of God. It, it does not matter. Don't look down on me for my age, okay? Or else you'd be forsaken the teachings of Paul. Love.
okay but hear the words that i'm saying and let wisdom let the holy spirit speak to you and take a root with whatever word that you need to whatever matter you have to confront and handle that's me oh i love that yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> he thinks bless me i'm over here like thinking like i got like three kids yeah I'm like, am i making sure that i have like, i'm I like, over here, like i want to be a thing i want to be a mary I, no yeah Mm-hmm. It's, it's so it's important to be both both please like it really is there's such lazy. a there's such a balance like there's you can't you and i feel like that's such a thing like for just when people get caught up in like life when you get caught up in what people call the busyness of life mm-hmm. which if you're too busy to be at the feet of jesus are you doing the right things in life yeah Ooh. like are you really and I'm not saying like being a mom, being a parent is the wrong thing, but maybe your schedule is not the best right now. Like yeah. you probably could have spent all that time that you spent watching like stupid Bluey. Show. The first forty eight. Bluey's pretty good. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> the first forty eight or like whatever the crap. What I don't do know. they watch? I don't know. I don't no. watch TV, so whatever. Yeah. The first forty eight, the two hours that you spent on that episode, you could have been like praying for your kids, <laughs> contending for your kids. Yeah. Praying for the Lord to bless them, to their keep spouses, them, to should the Lord playing for the, yeah, playing for their calling, their spouses, for God to give them friend, good godly friends. Yeah. Like, how are you? How are you really spending your schedule? Because like yeah. people are, especially in America, they're so busy. But if I ask them what they did, well, I did my laundry and then I went to Starbucks <laughs> and then I dropped the kids off at school and like. And it's just, like, they're just doing, like, meaningless chores. And I'm yeah. like, what are you doing that's going to be productive to you that's, like, taking... Yeah. What are you planning? What seed are you planting yeah. right now that's going to take any type of growth that's actually going to grow in the next, like, few years? Yeah, it's true. What are you, like, what are you legit doing with your time? Which is, like, something that I've been checking myself on. And when I listened to that message about Jonathan Shuttlesworth hey, preach, Shandai. like... What are you really doing with your time? No, yeah. What are you? How are you really being productive? Like, what are you? What are you instilling in your kids right now that they're gonna remember in five years? Mm-hmm. That's gonna be something that they can pull up out of their spirit, mm-hmm. armed for battle. Because life is a battle. Yeah. Like you are constantly at a battle. It is not always roses and candies. Like you have yeah, to fight, fight for some things in life. Yeah. What are you equipping your kids with right Come now on. to fight for life? Yeah. Like seriously. It's a thing. And people are like, well, you, well, well oh, they're kids. No, they're not. The Holy Spirit knows no age. Mm. Like, these kids can do powerful, powerful things. Jesus was literally preaching to people at 12. Don't Come try on. me. Come <laughs> on. Don't try me. Okay? I thought I was going to be the last thing. But it reminds me what you said, like, about equipping. Like, there's a song by the band ABBA where it was like, um soldiers right this time that's not just so i don't know i don't know if that's exactly what they said in the song i forgot but it was like when the battle horn cries like when they blow the f- bugle are you going to be the ones that run back or are you going to be the one that's ready to fight and advance forward and it's like are like what is your kid going to be like because you're right it is a battle so yeah. you're either going to send them naked just ready for slaughter just to be destroyed yeah. Because there's some people, I see how the way, like, parents, the way that they, like, confront conflicting things, they'd rather live a life of no conflict to get to, like, like, but, because it's so, they just don't want to deal with it. But it's like, you realize, once you, con- whatever you confront, it's, it's, it doesn't have the right to remain. It's going to die. Once you confront that thing, you realize you actually have to win less battles than you do from running away from battles. Yeah. Because David, after his, I think his greatest battle Nothing was worse than, in my opinion, you know, I'm no woman of war like that, but nothing was greater than Goliath. 
I've never heard a single war that David fought that the Bible took time to map out like the story of Goliath. It's true. But he beat Goliath, and after that, he was a man. David has slain his tens of thousands and saw his thousands. You heard about him, and it's just like, I'm pretty sure after Goliath, everything else was like a piece of cake. Yeah. So instead of letting your kids probably wage war against one of the most greatest battles of their life, which is contending for their call and going and pioneering maybe, whatever that is. I don't know what it is. Or like just obeying God and facing things head on when there's conflict and letting that be the the thing that victory be the thing that opens up everything for them you're teaching them to back down and be fearful and expect nothing and just like receive whatever comes your way that's just the least conflicting that's and that's not good parenting it's not and i don't care if well you're not a mom yet it's like what the freak makes you a mom caring about kids yeah providing hello ding dong we do that as a job we babysit we nanny it's like what makes you so different? Nope. If the kid calls you mommy back? It's, <laughs> it's just them speaking out of like that. They've been correct. Like yeah. that spirit of like correction or yeah, like whatever. I mean, whatever like they're just being is. offended really. Like I don't care. It's like mm-hmm. we care. It's like everyone, especially females. Like we get the maternal thing about caring for the well-being of a child. We it's get so it. Mm-hmm. But their surrender is also a part of good parenting. Because you can't stifle Please do not stop. I'm like begging parents, like stop this now. Stop stifling the fire of God. Stop pouring water on your kid's fire. Like stop that, please. Like, oh, like what I said earlier, some parents are just agents of the enemy. They are. Because it's like, it doesn't take faith to speak like you're speaking. It doesn't take faith to question whether or not your kid has heard the voice of God. I don't even care if I'm offending you because this has... I've seen too many kids get have a great call on their lives and their parents be the people that stump it out, pour water, like abuse the mess out of their innocent passion and desire that's been crafted in the presence of God. Just something that God took the precious time to pour into that they only got from the secret place from God. And I've seen parents come in and destroy it. Yeah. That's such a demonic thing. It's so s- like I rebuke mm. you in the name of Jesus. And I tell you to stop that right now. Because you are, that's not your place. You are inappropriate. You're acting inappropriately. And you need to get in your place and you need to, and I know that sounds, who are you talking to me like that? I'm talking to you. You ain't my daddy, you ain't my mom, what you gonna do? (laughs) No, but I'm talking to you in the spirit. I'm talking to that spirit behind that action. Stop it and let your kids be faithful to God. What is Anyways, that's my last point. Oh, chow. This makes me just want to go hug all my kids right now. Really? Yeah. <laughs> just hug them and just speak blessing I'm hug over myself. them. hug right. myself. <laughs> right. I'm going to speak life over them right now. Yeah, that kind of actually <laughs> irritated me. Because, like... It's true. Mm. I've seen people just, like... Mm. <laughs> like, literally, it ruins their destiny. Yeah. Like, do you... Like, do you understand that that's what... That's literally what people are out here trying to find. Their purpose. And their purpose. Their meaning their for meaning living. For li- li- yes. Literally living. They're literal living. Like, oh my, my God. Days. I just. It blows I'm my so mind. I'm so aggravated now. Do oh. you know how, I mean, I'm sure these people know, but do you know how it feels to like work jobs that have nothing to do with your purpose and feel like you're wasting your time? Like when you find the thing that A you. Waste of life. Yeah. When you find the thing that makes, that makes waking up worth it and you as a parent stifle that, what is the point of your child going on anymore? The thing that they were literally given life to do and purpose to do by God, you said no. Or if you do that, get out of my family. We are dropping you. You're not getting any money from us. I can't support that. 
Who are you? Where did you get all this cojones? It's true. Like, who, who do you think you are? No. This is not your job. And also, I want to speak to those kids that are dealing with that and backing down like a bunch of pansies. Grow some freaking balls and handle and obey the Lord. Yeah. Like, I've seen too many weak spine Christians. You need to recognize that certain things you have to give up. Grow the balls and follow the Lord. That's what you need to write down in your Bibles. <laughs> Grow some balls and follow God. No, for real. <laughs> for real. Because we can, we can put the hammer down on parents, but some of y'all can't even, like, do anything. If it requires you to put extra effort in, grow some freaking balls and go in conflict, have the conflict, have the arguments, contend for what, respectfully, contend for what God has put in your spirit to do and do it no matter what. You think provision won't find you? What's wrong with you? When you go, as you go, as they went, they were healed. That's the story about Jesus, about the lepers and Jesus. As they went, they were healed. As -hmm. they walked in obedience, they got the thing that they wanted. So... Stop being, like, ballless. Stop being weak pansy. Like, no victories. You have nothing under your belt. You have no victories. No one's going to sing about you. No one's going to know your name. Because you, you like, like, oh, my gosh. You, like, fell at the smallest bit of, like, contention. What's wrong with you? Get it together. Get it together. Some, t- some tears you're going to have to cry, okay? Because God's going to collect them all anyway. Okay, get it together. Your feelings are going to get hurt. So the freak what? God tends to, he mends you. He's close to the brokenhearted. Like, shut up and get it over with. Like, come no, on. Yeah. Go, 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 go for the Lord. Like, there's no time to waste. Okay. And that's where Jesus was able to be like, who is my mom? Who, 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 whom? Whom yeah. do you speak about? Give it, be ready to give that stuff up for God. And that's what I think God was trying to teach me in ministry school. Because I think God knew that I would have to, like, it's not like my dad's like some like he's not he's not like a raging satanist that's like anti-ministry like no <laughs> not at all but you know he has his doubts towards things and he has his own little like oppositions that i do not care for nor do i yield to i don't give him the time of day to even speak that over me i don't care i, I tell him oh, you can say what you can think you can feel however you want i'm still going thank you you haven't paid for a single trip in how many ever years so why is this a problem to you exactly okay cool so you know and i tell them to him like that i'm just like why do you care? Why do you care? No, but have that. Stop wimping. I'm scared. I don't want to feel like it. Who feels like fighting a giant named Goliath? Grow some freaking balls. Like, let the Lord give you strength, and He will. In, in Jesus' name, He will. In Jesus' name. You want to pray us out? I'm going to pray us out. <laughs> That's good. I don't even know what to even pray. I'm so angry. You pray. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Lord. All Amen. Right. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you so much for this day. God, I thank you so much for your word, Lord, because at the end of the day, that's all that we're trying to put out. Holy Spirit, in each and every situation, Father God, have your way. And your way Amen. is always for obedience in the gospel to be preached Amen. in every circumstance, Lord. Your way is not to break up families. God, it's to bring people closer to you. Yeah. And Lord, I thank you that if there is people who are having arguments with their parents or like just battles lord that you bring peace to the situation correct what needs to be corrected mm-hmm. elevate and fix everybody's heart father god let everybody have a heart posture that's towards you the parents and the kids included let people have boldness to Amen. go fight this war because this is literally what we are the bible literally says for we do not do not fight against flesh and blood but we yeah. fight against power and principalities and that's basically what these people are doing when they're allowing these doubts to come in. It's just principalities. Yeah. So I rebuke that right now in Jesus', Jesus name. name. You, I call you a pyre. You are better than that. 
Holy Spirit, have your way in each and every listener's heart. And God, I thank you. I thank you for the missionaries that are going to be birthed out of this. Amen. For the evangelists that are going to be birthed out of this. Amen. For the the bold Christians, Lord. Like, we're trying to be your bride out here in these streets. Period. In Jesus' name, let your anointing live and reign on us forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. One last thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's I fine. No one like, cares. Like, literally one last thing. And I, this is oh. an... Oh. oh, Lord. <laughs> she dropped her bills of guilt. <laughs> Just like, one encouragement. You don't work alone. You, God has called you. There's often times where, you know, it's it's honestly, like, God can handle and fight battles that you, while you're sleeping. It's He's so good. He can go behind and work mm-hmm. behind you and speak to the hearts. He can give your parents dreams and deal with them. You know, that that's, don't forget that, that you don't work alone. Not only that, you have angels, you have the Holy Ghost, you have God, and you have Jesus. Jesus still appears to people up in these streets. I've been hearing testimonies of him appearing to people in the Middle East, child, all the time. So, like, he's like, I'm Jesus. Kenneth Hagin, Jesus, he had actual encounters with Jesus the Christ. Do you get me? So, all of heaven is for you. And yeah. you being all for heaven, heaven heaven will stand for you. You know, Jesus even said, like, if you acknowledge me and my, God, and my father before men, me and my father will acknowledge you before heaven. You know, when you make a stand for God, you will see God make a stand for you. And when he stands, he can do what you can't do. He can do what no man can do. He, the Bible says that the word, Hebrews 4.12, the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, and it pierces even into the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, joint and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. That's just the rest of the verse. So God can reach levels that you can't, and you work with and for God. So you're at the greatest position of your life that you will ever be in, pursuing and obeying that which God has called you to do, walking in the step that he ordered out for your life. So trust and have faith. Trust and believe and have faith and continue to keep your hope up, you know? Because just like David said, I would have fainted if I didn't believe that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I couldn't make it if I didn't believe that I would see goodness. So believe that you will and know that you will because you will in the name of Jesus. Hey, Do you have your pepper? <laughs> your shots.